0: Lord, on this day of days, may our minds and hearts be open to your living word spoken in Jesus. Amen. What an amazing ending to the gospel. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. In the literal Greek, Mark seems to end his gospel with the words, word, because. Because. It's not a, not a good ending, is it? We puzzle over that. Matthew ends with the assurance, Jesus says, I am with you always, to the end of the age. John says, he's written this so that you may believe in Jesus and have faith, have life through your faith in him. And Luke ends with the disciples praising God for all the wonders they have seen. But Mark seems to end with, they were silent because they were afraid. They run, trembling and bewildered. The women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. What an amazing puzzle. And of course, scholars have argued about that for centuries. There are those other ancient endings that round off Mark's gospel much more neatly But the oldest manuscripts end with because they were afraid. Some think that maybe Mark was interrupted or that that final page was torn away. It struck me this morning as three of our women members read to us that maybe it was Mark's joke Marks dig at those Christians within his church company that said women must stay silent in the church. Remember those verses in scripture? And he presented this gospel and at the very end he says, they said no one to, nothing to anyone because they were afraid. Women afraid to speak in church. Maybe it is Mark's joke, because at that point, the women in the company of Mark's church that were listening to this new gospel, this new account of Jesus, would have laughed and said, well, if we hadn't spoken up, where would the church be now? fancy if we had been silent because we were afraid. Yes, they rushed from the tomb trembling because it was the most startling and fearsome and frightening event of all history. It turns the tables on what we know of reality because we know that we are born, we live our lives and we die and that's the end of the matter. That's the logical, scientific, sensible way of looking at life. And here is something that turns that all upside down. That actually a life given on a cross may bring life to others. That a life given on the cross may bring new life. That a life given on a cross may be triumphant and victorious. No wonder they were trembling. But they remembered the message, the words of the messenger, this young man, this angel, whoever he was, who said, don't be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. Go tell his disciples and Peter he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him as he told you. Jesus is always going ahead of us. Just when we think we've got things sorted, he goes ahead of us out of our reach, out of our grasp, out of our control. He cannot be manipulated, used for our own purposes. Jesus is free, free from death, free to be followed in our own time and situation, met in the Galilee's of our own lives. Jesus is always going ahead, encouraging us to follow this amazing, life-transforming way. Stuart Henderson wrote this wonderful poem as if Jesus is speaking to us this morning. There was no grave, grave enough to ground me, to mound me, I broke the balm, then slit the shroud, wound round me, that bound me. There was no death, dead enough, to dull me, to cull me. I snapped the snake and waned the war, to lull me, to null me. There was no cross, cross enough, to nil me, to still me. I hung as gold that bled and bloomed, a rose that rose and prized the tomb away from Satan's willful doom. There was no cross, death, grave or room to hold me. Jesus is going ahead of us, wherever we are, whoever we are.